G'day, uh, this is Luke from Flying Wall Podcast. Um, something Big Waz and I want to reveal, um, finally be honest about, is uh, the fact that we have a child together, um, an illegitimate love child. Uh, it's what happens when two big hairy dudes spend far too much time together. Um, yeah. So he's uh, he's six years old now. Um, we've kept him locked away all his life. Um, not because we're ashamed of him, more because we're ashamed of ourselves, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm going to invite him in now to have a bit of a chat. Um, yeah, you're right, mate. Yes, I am. I like to drink your hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. No worries. That's okay. You can I have will that. drink yep. it all. All of it. Yep. You want to say hello? Hello. Good boy. Good boy. Now, I have put a picture of uh, Seymour up on Instagram. They will laugh at me. Yeah, no, mate. They won't laugh at you. They're they laughing will. at us. They're laughing at your dad and me, your other dad. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, he's, he's a bit worried. I am very hungry now, Father. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, when Big Woz gets here, um, you can breastfeed. I right? like daddy's um, milk. Mm. Yeah, so that's the other thing. Big Woz has been lactating for the last six years. Um, that's the only... That's the only uh, food that Seymour will take. I love it so much. It is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you love it, don't you, mate? Yeah. Mm, it makes me feel tingly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, anything you want to say to the good people listening, Seymour? You want to tell them a bit about yourself? I am terribly lonely. I ask my fathers for another child so I can have a play date. But they say no. They hit me sometimes. I like to drink as much of my father's milk. <laughs> it's so tasty. Oh, and I like... The colour blue. May I tell them a joke, Father? Yeah, go on. That's okay. What do you get when you rub two hairy, sweaty men together? You get me. And you are ashamed of your son. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's not that we... Are ashamed of you, buddy. It's we're ashamed of ourselves, but bit by bit we are going to bring you out into the open and um, show you off to the world because you deserve better than what you've had. I am an animal. Mm. You're not an animal, mate. You told me I was an animal this morning, Father. Mm. Mm. Nah, nah. I know we said that, you, but we you don't keep believe that. Like an animal, I am. I am not free. All right, mate. Well, yep. Yeah, maybe that's enough now. All right. Please, anyone listening, please help me. I, I want to be saved. Don't get upset, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you on the show another time. I, 
I'm so alone. I'm so afraid. All right, mate. I love you. Big Woz loves you too. G'day, Luke here, Fly on the Wall Podcast. We just heard from Seymour. And, uh, yeah, he's a strange, strange little fella, but Warren and I thought it was about time we, we brought the little fella out and say day to the world. Um, now, it's just me tonight. Uh, Big Woz is busy expressing um, milk for Seymour. Um, for those of you not familiar with expressing, it's basically like a penis pump um, that you attach to your teat, to your nipple, and you pump it until milk comes out. That sweet, sweet milk um, comes out so you can feed your child. So Warren's busy doing that. Um, and he, you know, he takes a good eight, nine, ten hours to do that, to get enough out for Seymour. Um, <laughs> nah, in actual fact, um, Warren came over the other night and we did the whole podcast. We did the whole 107th episode together. We laughed, we rejoiced, we cried, we bled together. Um, then he left and it's my job to sort of piece it all together. And I realized I'd completely and utterly fucked up because I'd left the Bluetooth speaker on. So some weird thing happens where the speaker becomes the microphone and Anyway, long story short, the recording was absolutely screwed and unsalvageable. I did try to save it through GarageBand and some filters that I've got, but it just was completely screwed. So feeling somewhat ashamed, I suggested to Warren that I could do the episode, a mini episode by myself and save him coming out and getting his hair wet again. Um, yeah, so, so that's why it's just me. Or is it? Is it just me? No, it's not. I'm going to be talking to my eldest sister, Nicola, or Nikki, or Nick, as I call her, um, later on in the show, um, which should be fun. It's her first time on the show. She has done a promo for us. Um, I think she's a little bit nervous, to be honest, to come onto the show. I don't know why. We were sort of uh, texting back and forth last night when I was asking her if she wants to be on the show. And yeah, I think she was just a little bit nervous. And maybe that's fair because, you know, doesn't know what to expect and all that kind of thing. But I kind of just said to her, it's just having a chat with your brother, really. It's nothing too uh, special or technical or, um, I don't know, unnerving. It's not like we're doing a public speech, you know, or anything like that. It's not like it's um, radio, you know, live or anything. Uh, if there is anything she says that she doesn't particularly like, I could technically edit it out, but I think it's funnier to leave it all in. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, make sure you hang around. That's uh, that's later on at the end of the show. Uh, for now, though, um, as you're aware, I've been doing a good, bad, ugly little segment um, each week for the for the podcast. Uh, this week, it's um, it's a good one. Uh, I'll play that now. Ugly. 
G'day guys, welcome to episode five of The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Um, This week's one is a little different and I'm thinking I need to add another category to this little uh, segment I'm putting into Fly on the Wall podcast. So we've got the good, we've got the bad and we've got the ugly, but I also think we need to add in the weird. I saw this story a little while ago on YouTube. You know when you're sort of just surfing YouTube and you're looking at random stuff? I look at everything from, I don't know, awkward moments with the police uh, to, you know, the uh, the intricacies of an ant colony. <laughs> I don't know if you guys do that. Anyway, so I found this little snippet of a video about the weird moss balls of Alaska. <laughs> In 2006, while hiking around the Root Glacier in Alaska to set up some scientific instruments, researcher Tim Bartholomus encountered something quite unexpected. What the fuck is this? Bartholomus recalls thinking. He actually said, what the heck is this? But I reckon, as a uh, glaciologist, I think he would say, what the fuck? Scattered across the glacier were balls of moss. They're not attached to anything and they're just resting there on the ice, he says. They're bright green in a world of white. Intrigued, he and two colleagues set out to study these strange moss balls. In the journal Polar Biology, <clears throat> excuse me, they report that the balls had the balls can persist for years and move around in a coordinated, herd-like fashion that the researchers cannot explain. So you've got a bunch of, they're sort of bowling ball size, from what I can tell, balls of moss, and you might have a gaggle of 50 of them, right? And they roll around together like a, like a flock of birds would change direction in the sky or a school of fish in the ocean would suddenly dart left to right and then left again. Um, that's what these moss balls are doing. The whole colony, (laughs) I like that he's calling them a colony. The whole colony of moss balls, this whole grouping, moves at about the same speeds and in the same directions. Bartholomew says, those speeds and directions can change over the course of a few weeks. In the 1950s, an Icelandic researcher described them in a journal of glaciology, noting that rolling stones can gather moss so not no moss they can gather moss he called them joclamize or glacier mice this new work adds to a very small body of research on these strange fuzzballs even though it reminds me of like the movie critters (laughs) even though glaciologists have long known about them and tend to be fond of them They really do look like little mammals, little mice or chipmunks or rats or something running around the glacier, although they run in obviously very slow motion, says wildlife biologist Sophie Gilbert, also at the University of Idaho. That's where uh, Bartholomus is as well. Each ball is like a soft, wet, squishy pillow of moss. The balls can be composed of different moss species and are thought to form around some kind of impurity, like... A bit of dust. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. They've been in Alaska, Iceland, Svalbard, and South America, although they won't grow on just any glacier. It seems that conditions have to be just right. Their motion is what 
interested Gilbert and Bartholomus, as well as their Washington State University colleague, Scott Hotelang. Most people who would look at them would immediately wonder, well, I wonder if they roll around out here in some way, says Gilbert. Tumbleweeds come to mind, for example, which are obviously totally different, but also round and roll around. Gilbert notes that the entire surface of the ball mostly periodically get exposed to the sun. These things must actually roll around or else that moss on the bottom would die, says Gilbert. The possibility of their rolling had been noted by other researchers who previously observed the ball sometimes could be found teetering on a pedestal of ice. That pedestal might form as the moss ball insulated the ice underneath it preventing it from melting as fast as the surrounding ice. Scientists suspected that the ball would eventually tip off the pedestal and roll away. To track the motion of 30 moss balls in Alaska, Gilbert and Bartholomew tagged each one with a little loop of wire that had an identifying sequence of coloured beads. Over a period of 54 days in 2009, they tracked the location of each ball. They turned to check on them in they returned to check on them in 2010, 2011 and 2012. By coming back year after year, says Bartholomew, we could figure out that these individual moss balls were living at least, you know, 5, 6 years and potentially much longer. The movement of the moss balls was peculiar. The researchers had expected that the balls would travel around randomly by rolling off their ice pedestals. The reality was different. The balls moved at a, about an average of an inch in a day in a kind of choreographed formation like a flock of birds or a herd of what wildebeests. When we visited them, they were all just sort of moving relatively slowly and initially towards the south, says Bartholomew. Then they all started to speed up and kind of start to deviate towards the west for no particular reason. There was no wind, for example. And then they slowed down again and progress even further towards the west. The researchers considered several possible explanations. The first and most obvious one is that they just rolled downhill, but measurements showed that the moss balls weren't going down a slope at all. We next thought maybe the wind is sort of blowing them in a consistent direction, says Bartholomew, and so we measured the dominant direction of the wind, that didn't explain it either, nor did the pattern of the sunlight. We still don't know, he says. I'm still kind of baffled. It's always kind of exciting, though, when things don't comply with your hypothesis, with the way you think things should work, says Gilbert. The work has charmed other glacier scientists who dote on the adorable moss balls. I think that probably the explanation is somewhere in the physics of the energy and the heat around the surface of the glacier, but we haven't quite figured that out yet, says Ruth Mottram, a climate scientologist, sorry, a, client, a climate scientist at the Danish Meteorological Institute. Institute. These words are tricky for me. <clears throat> she has long admired glacier mice. <laughs> I love that they call them glacier mice, which she saw while doing field work in Iceland. They're extremely engaging when you look at them in a great big mass, she says. It's very hard not to think of tribbles 
from Star Trek or something like that. She expects to see more research on them in the coming years as the study of life on glaciers has really taken off in recent years. What was once viewed as a cold, sterile world is now known to be full of bacteria, algae, and mysterious life forms. Yeah, so what do you reckon, guys? Weird moss balls floating around glaciers and behaving like flocks of birds. Um, yeah, very strange. There must, obviously, I think, there must be some scientific reason why these balls of moss are, one, forming, and two, rolling around together. Like, <laughs> that's probably the most bizarre thing, is that they're rolling around together. It's not like they're just scattered and they just roll around. That would sort of be like, oh, yeah, okay, so moss balls are formed somehow and they roll around. But these are actually behaving like a group, like like they're a team. They're a team of moss balls out on a mission to explore glaciers in Alaska. <laughs> it's all very strange. Yes, so some weird shit with the uh, the moving moss balls of Alaska. Very strange stuff indeed. Speaking of weird, I got thinking today, isn't it weird? Now, I think me and Warren have probably talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, but isn't it weird to you and to me that this planet we live on is the only planet, as far as we can see, as far as we can tell so far, that has life on it. Now, we've discovered planets out there in the vast solar system uh, that could be, have the potential to be inhabited by intelligent life, but we have yet to find any intelligent life. Um, even on this planet, there's not a hell of a lot of intelligent life. <laughs> uh, and definitely this podcast host is lacking a lot of intelligence. <laughs> but it did get me thinking about, yeah, what is out there? It almost hurts the brain. Keith and I, our friend of the show, Keith, and best mate for many years, he loves this shit. And we've had quite a few chats over the years about, like, what like what the fuck is going on? Unless, of course, you're religious. If you believe in God made the earth and all that kind of thing, that's a different kettle of fish. I'm talking about um, people that don't live in a fairyland. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm talking about, you know, people that believe or want to believe that there's aliens out there or other life forms out there. Me personally, I find it hard to believe that we are the only life in the vast universe. I mean, the universe is infinite. So in my lifetime, we're not going to figure it out. And probably in my children's, my grandchildren's lives, we're not going to figure out how big the universe is. But I don't know, it just baffles my mind and it baffles my mind in such a way that it almost hurts my brain. Like I said, hurts my brain to think about it. I can't, I can't think past my own world and my own solar system, let's say, and wonder like what else, what else is there? And yes, you hear all these stories of little green men and UFOs and, and lights in the skies and all that kind of thing, but there still hasn't really been, as far as what I've read and, and heard about, any rock-solid evidence that there there's, you know, yes, definitely an alien, yes, definitely a life form. Now, for me, I'd be absolutely over the moon and jumping for joy if we found a, a colony of worms living on Jupiter 
or something, you know, like I'd be like, fuck yeah, well then that's a clear sign that there is life out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be a little green man or a giant headed alien Martian thing um, landing on our planet and going, attack, attack, doesn't need to be that for me to just be like, wow, that's really cool. Um, Just, I don't know, a glimmer of hope that and it's funny, isn't it? Because why am I hopeful that there's more life? I think it's just purely because of how exciting it would be. Imagine for a moment, like really think about it, that you see on the news one night that a shuttle or some kind of UFO, uh, you know, flying saucepan, something, some kind of space vehicle foreign to us, like we've never seen anything like it, lands at the beach near where you live or something, you know? And the news crews are there, the army would be there, the police, and a whole bunch of spectators will be there going, what the hell? And of course, I reckon, and maybe this is from seeing so many movies, uh, there would be a feeling of trepidation. There'd be a feeling of anxiety and thinking, okay, what is it? First of all, I think we'd be thinking, is it some kind of weird Russian (laughs) or North Korean military vehicle, aeroplane, whatever. But I think what I'm saying is that you you look at it and you clearly know it's not of this world, you know, for some reason, whatever. I mean, it might look like, you know, the Flight of the Navigator movie. It might look like that or it might look like some spaceship from Star Wars. I don't know. But you can clearly see it's not of this world. Imagine, imagine that feeling for a moment, seeing it on the news or even going down to the beach and seeing it firsthand. And then that feeling of waiting of... What's going to come out of the hatch? Is anything going to come out of the hatch? Is this a living organism or who knows? I don't know. I think that that would be terribly exciting, but also creepy and a little bit worrying, a little bit concerning because you just think, okay, is it going to be like War of the Worlds? (laughs) Or is it going to be just another planet reaching out to us and saying, hey, we're just explorers and we just found this planet, much like what we're doing, you know? We have got this inherent thing in us, when I say us, I mean humans, <clears throat> to explore, to find out what's out there. And that can be locally, it can be like uh, what's up the top of the mountain that's near my house, or what's uh, in the cave, or um, what does Egypt look like, or what is it like to bounce on the moon? What is it like to go to Mars? What is it like to go out into the, the great unknown? We've got this thing that we need to know or we need to at least try and find out what's out there. So I think, who knows? There could be a very, very, very distant planet out there that's similar to us and have that inherent thing in them where they want to explore as well. And then they land on our shores and find us. Fucks with the mind, doesn't it? It really does. When you think about it, you just go, Jesus, like really, what is out there? And we all, I mean, we all get busy with our lives. We all just carry on. We work and we play with the kids and we eat and drink and party and sleep and fuck and whatever. We do our thing. You know, we just get on with it. We just do our thing. But when you stop and really, really think about it, and as I say, unless you're religious, if you really think about it, how did we even get here? Like, what is going on? What's the purpose? What's what's the world that we live in going to be like 
in another million years. Now you talk, you talk about the uh, the crustacean period with the dinosaurs. That was sixty five million years ago. That's a fucking long time. Now, what's our world going to be like in sixty five million years? Are we going to be the new extinct animal and and the creatures in the future, are they going to be digging up our bones and going, oh, look, at they used to talk on these things called mobile phones, smartphones. They used to drive things called cars. You know, like what is, what is our world going to look like? Is it going to be an alien type landscape? Is it going to be like a Mars? Is it going to look like Mars? Because we're going to suck up all the resources out of the out of the world and just fuck it over completely, drain it of its oceans. <laughs> you know, like what are, what's it going to be? I don't think, and I know that Warren and I have talked about this before, I don't think the small efforts that we're taking to try and make the world a better place as far as environmentally, I really don't think it's enough. I think we've got a long way to go. We've done so much damage. I'm not trying to sound like a greenie and pro, because I, I buy into it as well. I drive a car, for example, and I, I consume and I buy things and I'm I'm part of the sheeple as well. But it does, I don't know, it does concern me where you just go, shit, what are we doing to the planet? But also, yeah, like what is the planet going to look like? Are we going to get to a point where we can't walk around because the atmosphere is so acidic or something or so rotten that we can't actually breathe the oxygen anymore and we need to have um, uh, respirators or something I don't know like or do we have to remain indoors or do we have to go underground or like on the movie um, oh what's it bloody called the little robot guy and uh, it's like an animated movie CGI fuck forgot what it's called that's gone but where and you live off the earth you live on a big uh, um, space station like, is it going to be like that? Because we can't live on our own planet anymore. And then are we going to go, yeah, we need to find somewhere that's inhabitable for our life, for our species to continue. We need to find that place. So therefore, we have these high-tech aircrafts that we send out into the world, into the universe, to try and find these perfect Edens so we can recolonize and then fuck that planet as well. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying in a roundabout way, <clears throat> maybe the, 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 the idea of aliens or the thing that we want to see or the thing that we've conjured up in our minds or, or, or some people have claimed they have seen, maybe that is a very, very, very future version of what we might become. Does that make sense? <laughs> Am I just screwing with your brain? Um, yeah, but this, I mean, yeah, just stop and think about it. Like, stop and think about all those things. Why do we want to explore more into the universe? What is out there in the universe? Are there other planets just like ours? There could be a, there could be a whole sequence of planets that are similar to our Earth, but that they're all at varying levels of... Disin- uh, disintegration. Um, so you might have another planet out there that's kind of at the Jurassic period, or you might have another planet out there that's super, super futuristic, but not, in, but still able to walk around. And but instead of you know a zoo to go and look at animals, they go to a zoo to look at trees and flowers and plants and whatever. 
who knows? But I just, I, I, I keep coming back to that feeling of like, we can't be it. There has to be more because it's too unbelievable to think that we are the only planet with life on it in the whole of the universe. And as I say, the universe is infinite. So fuck knows, a million billion light years away, there could be some cockhead just like me talking on a podcast to, to people that are tuning in each week to listen to him rant on about bullshit. Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. It could, it could definitely keep you up at nights. Ah, but anyway, and that's what we do. We sort of, we think about it, we get all heavy, and then we go, oh, anyway, I better go pick up the kids from netball so I can go home and watch TV or whatever. We don't, we don't waste too much time thinking about what if. We just kind of get on with it, don't we? And that, I mean, that's good. That's, that's life, you know. I'm not complaining about that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, yeah, we kind of think about it and go, oh, it hurts my brain. I'll, you know, go and play Xbox for a little while. Or whatever. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> it's the Fly on the Wall motherfucking podcast. One of our followers on Instagram and our listeners um, by the name of Pia um, had asked if we could do a song for her son. Um, so Warren and I, we, you know, as we've probably mentioned many times, we've been in and out of bands and we had a band called Eleven and it was a blues and roots band and we had a lot of fun with that. And now we're in another band that we just sort of rock out with their cocks out. I play drums and Warren plays electric guitar and Glenn's in it playing bass. Keith joins us occasionally with playing guitar as well. It's all good fun. Um, but we just love music. So when we get requests and stuff like that, it's kind of cool. Like it kind of makes us go, oh, people like us. They really like us. And, uh, you know, obviously think we've got something that we can offer as far as uh, a bit of a musical um, gift. (laughs) That sounds weird to say that. But anyway, so we had this listener approach us and say, um, yeah, could you do a a song for our son? I won't go into detail as to why this particular song for her son, whose name is Toby, he's 22. Um, uh, But just to say that... uh, the meaning behind it made us try even harder to just nail it as best we could. Um, it's The Sound of Silence, uh, originally by Simon and Garfunkel, more recently by Disturbed. Um, I actually do prefer Disturbed version over Simon and Garfunkel. Usually I prefer the originals, but uh, in this case, yeah, I think Disturbed's um, delivery, especially the vocal delivery, um, was phenomenal. Warren and I uh, sort of went somewhere between the two versions um yeah and to be honest it was a real challenge for me warren just you know picked up the guitar bang there you go done um (laughs) like he's very talented me i struggled with the vocals i I, i'm not scared to admit and it was uh, definitely out of my comfort zone definitely something i really tried my best to get right but listening back and i'm always my own worst critic listening back i think ah could have done better here could have done better there but generally i think it's okay ish (laughs) um so yeah so we'll play it on this episode now I'll i'll play it in a second um, just wanting to say thank you to Pia for even, 
giving giving us the opportunity to uh, to do the song uh, for her son, and and you know for the most part we did enjoy it. But like I said, it it was definitely challenging for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. I've always said I'm not really a singer. I would say I'm more of a vocalist, and what I mean by that is I can. I can hold a note, but I'm not like a, a singer, singer. I don't even know what that means. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But anyway, we did our best. Um, I hope you guys listening enjoyed as well. This is The Sound of Silence by Luke and Big Woz. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Talk with you again because the vision softly creeping in lifts its seas while I was sleeping, and the vision planted in my brain still remains. The sounds of silence In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stopped by the flash of a neon light That split the night And touched the sound of silence And in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking People listening without hearing People writing songs that voices never share Disturb the sound of silence. Fool said I, you do not know. Silence like a cancer grows. Hear my words that I might teach you. Take my arms that I can reach you. Sign flashed out his warning In the words that it was for 
and the signs and the words of the prophet are written on the subway walls. Sounds of silence. Hey, this is Jermingus from Instagram, and you're listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast with Luke and Big Waz. Check out Jamingus on Instagram for some free stickers at J-A-M-I-N-G-U-S underscore. And don't stop listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast. Peace. Last week, I think I may have mentioned that I recently acquired the streaming service, the horror streaming service called Shudder. What I fail to mention is that our good friend, friend of the show, um, Jamingus, you can find him Jamingus underscore, or is it underscore Jamingus? I always forget, but just type that in <laughs> one of those, both of those, and you'll find him. Um, yeah, he was the one quite a while ago that first alerted me to the fact that there was this thing called Shudder. Now, when I when he heard me talk about it on the podcast last week and, and the fact that I failed to mention that he was the one who got me interested in it, he was ropeable, people. He was ropeable. He was ready to fly over here to Australia from America and slit my throat from ear to ear. He was, the email I got from him was pure aggression. He wanted to tear me limb from limb, wear my skin and drink my blood and fry up my gizzards and feed to his family. That's how angry he was. Um, no, I'm joking, of course. He's a, good, he's a cool dude. And he just sort of, yeah, reminded me that, hey, buddy, I told you about that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll make sure I make mention of it. Thank you. Um, now, uh, what I've... So he suggested a couple of shows for me, a couple of a movie and a, show, a TV show. And what I realized, I was like, okay, man, cool, I'll check him out. What I realized, though, is like Netflix, the Australian version is different from the American version, which is uh, it's one of those... It's a first world problem, obviously, but it was a little bit annoying because... Yeah, I kind of lo- I looked up the ones he mentioned, and I was like, oh, they seem really cool, and then, yeah, then I can't get them. So, fuck! But anyway, but what I've decided, and I think I mentioned this last week as well, what I've decided to do is each week I'll, do, I'll watch a movie from Shudder um, and, or a TV show, and I will review it for the podcast. Um, this week I did Sh- uh, Hobo with a Shotgun, starring Rudger Hauer, so I'll play that now. Luke's Horror Movie Review G'day guys, welcome to the first instalment of what will hopefully be many, many episodes of me reviewing movie horror movies. Um, I recently acquired the streaming service called Shudder, which is dedicated to the genre of horror, um, horror movies, horror TV shows like Creep Show, for example, um, and uh, also got some horror podcasts on there as well, which I'm looking forward to sampling. 
For this first week, this first installment, the debut of this very segment, uh, I've reviewed, I'm reviewing Hobo with a Shotgun. Now, first of all, the title is fucking brilliant. Um, And what can I say? Fuck yeah. This movie just makes me go, fuck yeah. (laughs) It's so good. It's... It's got everything you want a horror movie to have. It's got an implausible storyline. It's got lots of blood and gore and action and wicked death scenes. Um, yeah, it's also got a bit of gratuitous nudity in there as well, which if that's your bag, you know, then you're going to love this one. <laughs> if you like girls dancing around in blood, then you're going to love... I don't particularly like that, but I could see why... Anyway, um, <laughs> I digress. It's... This movie is is so good. I, to be honest, I wasn't expecting too much. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. I think with horror movies, you either get really, really good or really, really bad or so bad that they're good. That's what I reckon when it comes to horror movies. They're often B-grade. You know, they're, the budget might not be as big, but they really want to put the gore factor in there. So a lot of the effects are practical. Actually, this film is all practical. All the makeup, um, all the um, uh, effects and stuff like that, it's all done practically, which I think is awesome. And I think it's almost like a dying, or I don't think it's a dying thing, because I think there's been a real resurge, resurgence of the practical sort of approach to, to movie making and doing special effects and stuff. Um, I mean, we've, we've, we've all seen the CGI stuff. And anyway, wait, I shouldn't go off on a tangent because I'm trying to keep this short and snappy. Um, so Hobo with a, with a Shotgun um, came out in 2011, stars Rudger Hauer. Um, he's fantastic in this. I used to love him as a kid. Uh, you might remember the movie Blind Fury. That was a great movie of his. Um, but I, you know, in recent years or the last probably decade or two decades, I haven't really followed his career too much. I know he sadly passed away in 2019. Um, but he's fucking brilliant in this. He, play, he plays the role perfectly. So he plays the hobo, the homeless dude who um, is like drifting from town to town in an old freight train. Um, And he ends up in this one particular town that's sort of governed and um, ruled over by this really savage uh, gang lord called Drake uh, and his two sons, Ivan and Slick. They're nasty pieces of work, but they and they just torment the civilians of the of this particular town, um, and in the most grotesque way. Uh, for example, they have like this nightclub where they have um, like bumper cars banging around, and for fun, they they put people's heads. They like they lay people down and put their heads between the bumper cars, and then ram the bumper cars together, and pop the heads go. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> which you know, it's kind of cool, but it, it is sad. Savage. He's very savage. Um, so Rudger Hauer, the hobo, he is, you know, he's saving up his pennies to start his own gardening business, which I appreciate as a gardener. Um, uh, but he starts to see what's going on, you know, in this town and it just drives him over the edge and he just thinks, fuck this place. And he ends up buying a 12-gauge shotgun and uh, getting a bit of vengeance on the whole place. The police force are are corrupt. So, you know, he's got no qualms in going after them. Um, He goes after Drake and his two sons and he goes after pretty much everyone who's doing anything bad, including like pimps. And uh, there's one guy who... Um, do you remember that show on YouTube a few years ago called Bum Fights, where some dickhead was paying homeless people to fight each other and then filming it, put on YouTube? Um, it's kind of sad. I think. I think that was. I hope that's 
been shut down now. I don't think that kind of stuff's funny because these people are desperate for money and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, but there's a, I guess there's a homage to that kind of thing. And yeah, Mr. Rudger Hauer deals out some punishment to the guy who's uh, filming bums, well not bums, I don't like to say bums, but homeless people fighting. Um, it's fucking brilliant. It is a fucking brilliant movie. I was so excited by the end of it. Like it just, it's, it's, um, it's got a kind of an old spaghetti Western vibe to it. Like it's, uh, I think it's filmed in Technicolor. So the reds are really red. The yellows are really yellow. Like everything's really saturated. You know what I mean? All the colors are really saturated and that kind of adds something to the movie. I can't really explain it, but it gives it a certain edginess or a uniqueness, I suppose. It's really cool. There is one scene in the movie that is a little bit, I know I sound soft maybe, but it is a little bit too confronting. It involves a school bus full of kids, so I won't say too much more. But if you're, you know, uh, I mean, no one likes to see violence against kids, but if that's your line, if you draw a line in the sand and go, well, I, I can't stomach that at all, then this isn't, don't watch this movie. It is only a short scene, but it's still a pretty traumatic, horrific scene. Um, yeah, but just rest assured that Rudger Hauer gets some payback on that one. Um, yeah, so I, I fucking love it. I love it. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's five stars out of five, uh, but a very strong three and a half for me on Hobo with a Shotgun, um, 2011, Rudger Hauer, go check it out. Apparently, it, was, it started out in 2007 as a uh, as a, just a trailer on a, on a Grindhouse uh, movie cinema thing, you know, the Grindhouse, um, and then a Canadian dude, Jason Eisner, I think his name is, the director, he saw that and went, I could make a whole fucking movie out of that, and he did. So yeah, 3.5 stars for me, go check it out, guys. Yes, yeah, so I bloody loved Hobo with a shotgun. Thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, for next week, I've got lined up another one called, I actually watched this with my eldest daughter. It's called Anything for Jackson. Uh, I won't talk about it too much now, obviously. Um, so you'll have to tune in for next week's episode 108. I can't fucking believe that we're, this is the 107th episode of the podcast. Like, time really does fly by. It's crazy. And I know all old people, like me and B-Was, um, say that. But it really, really does. Uh, I think I might have said this before too. But my when I, my 21st birthday party, I had a big shindig with Warren because we have a joint birthday. Um, we had a big shindig at a, a local you know hall. Um, great night. And towards the end, Dad sort of sat me down and said, that's it now, son. He's, he's a bearer of great news, this guy. Um, <laughs> he said, that's it now, son. The years are going to fly by. And they absolutely have. It's been 21 years since my 21st birthday. And yeah, it just just goes. It's just like, I can't even fucking believe that it's May already. It feels like we just had Christmas. Man, I sound old. Anyway, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, uh, the top of this episode, I'm going to have a chat with my eldest sister, Nikki. Um, she is a great chick. Um, I love her dearly. Uh, she's 11 years older than me. Um, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe she doesn't want people to know. Anyway, she, she definitely 
definitely doesn't look her age. She's stunning. She's beautiful on the inside and out. I'm really looking forward to having a chat with her. Um, I might tease her a little bit because she's nervous. I might wind her up a little bit because that's what kid brothers do. Um, and hopefully she just puts me in my place and tells me to shut the fuck up. But <clears throat> we'll have to see. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's give uh, let's give Nikki a call. Fly on the Wall podcast is the only podcast I listen to and if you know a good thing it'll be the only one that you bloody listen to as well so get on to it fly on the wall podcast go and do yourself a favor and listen right now all right let's give my sister dearest a call hopefully she picks up the phone Hello, is that Warren? <laughs> oh, shit, I've rung the wrong number again. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. How you going? Good, how are you? Good. Is this is Nikki? Uh, could be, depends who's asking. <laughs> uh, it's your favourite brother. Oh. Oh, yeah, Luke. Hello. Yeah, that's the one, that's the one. How are you going? You had a good day? Good, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, how things with you? Yeah, not too bad. Are you, feeling, are you feeling scared? No, not really. I've had two wines. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I took a leaf out of mum and dad's. Well, I think they ain't got rum. I was going to say, yeah, the, uh, the only other family, well, apart from like the wife and the kids, is I had mum and dad on the show a couple of weeks ago, as you know, and they were mm. blind drunk, and now I've got my sister on the show, and she's on her way as well. Yeah, not not quite blind. Actually, you know what I did? I listened to, because of course I listened to your podcast. I think I'm up to episode 10. No, no, not really. <laughs> um, but I just listened to Antoinette. Because I thought I bet because I thought you might ask me what episode am I up to and you know try and test my <laughs> try and test you know no, like, I know that I, I know that you um, have very very minimal interest in anything that your baby brother does so it's fine. Whereas my <laughs> no. other sister Julie, she really takes interest. She's great. She's oh, fantastic. You're kidding me, aren't you? She doesn't even know you got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do know that you have seven hundred and sixty-one followers. I just looked that up before. Oh too. yeah, yeah, that's on Instagram. So you've actually done a little bit. Research in case yeah, I, in case I, I test you. you might ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and no, then I listened to Antoinette before to get like a, oh, what's she saying? And, and yeah, no. I know you talked a lot of shit, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly, there's never any, like when you when you text me and said, oh, so you're going to give me a list of questions. It's not really like that. Like I've got a couple of mm. things I want to ask you about. Um, oh, no. Uh, like especially things like marital age. No, when I pushed you out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you fell out the window. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I'll save you from that one. But. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's just a, it's just a chat. We just talk shit and let the good times roll. It's n- nothing's really scripted or anything like that. You know what I mean? Oh, cool. All right then. But if you've got anything, so we won't you talk about when I saw you wearing mum's dress or anything like that. No, we, we can talk about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were just jealous because I got better legs than you. Oh, 
Uh, no, right? <laughs> yeah. And that was unshaved. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I, I was, uh, yeah, I was excited to have you on the show. Uh, I've got to tell you, though, uh, me and Warren had already already um, recorded this episode, but then I screwed it up with the uh, some of the technological stuff behind the scenes. So then I was so you're like, the, okay. you're the weakest link out of the two of you, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Boy, basically, yeah. But Seems also your, yeah. your option B. <laughs> I, I, if you tell me that Julie was option A, that's it. No, no, no. We're so, the, so the A oh, game, right. the A game was me and Warren, but then I screwed that up. So I thought maybe I'll just call Nikki then. <laughs> oh, thanks. I didn't. I wanted to Always save second best. I wanted to save the listeners from just listening to me waffle on for an hour or so. So um, yeah, yeah so I got you. I know it's so, taken over Instagram a little bit. I was uh, hoping Big Waz was going to interview me actually. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure once he listens to this episode, he'll be bitterly disappointed he didn't get to flirt exactly. with you or talk to you, I mean. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've always had a bit yeah. of a thing for Big Woz, haven't you? No, I think it's the other way around, actually. You know why they call him Big Woz, don't you? Oh, I've used my imagination. He's got a tiny, <laughs> tiny hands. <laughs> nah, he's a good guy. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited to have you on the show, Nikki. And and like I said in the text, we will definitely catch up for a a normal, if you can call it normal, brother and sisterly chat. But yeah, yeah I'm just, just excited sure. to have you on the podcast. So thanks for that would be good. Thanks for joining us. Um, okay, no worries. One hang thing, on, let me have a drink. Hang oh on, yeah, go on. on. Actually, I'll have a sip of my tea. I mean, my rum. Yeah, cool. Ah, delicious. Now, one thing I yeah. want to ask you about, I know we won't go into too much detail, but I know your partner is uh, mm. really into Star Wars like oh, I am. Oh, my God. And what I wanted yeah. to know is how did you celebrate May the 4th be with you International Star Wars Day yesterday? <laughs> you know what I did? I texted you first. Oh. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I think he's a little bit jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's jealous of me because my knowledge surpasses his when it comes to Star Wars. And he's and he's a, he's a little bit older than me, so he should know more, but he really doesn't. Mm. But you know what? I'm jealous of him because he's got better Star Wars toys than me. He's got a lightsaber. And he's got, he's got a bigger, whatever it's called, thing. What? Lightsaber. The wand thing. Yeah. Whatever it's called. <laughs> the wand thing. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I remember he, you. He, he creates magic with it, don't you worry. <laughs> I, remember you, I remember you saying to me once that you you do listen to the podcast occasionally, but you zone out when we start talking about geeky stuff. <laughs> when, you, when you talk about Star Wars yep. or the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really tried hard with the apocalypse. I really did, but I just, nah. And then when as soon as you talk about family or the kids or Warren talks about his family or anything like that, oh, I'm in there. But, yeah, you know, see, see your son, my nephew, Josh, um, that was his least favourite bits to hearing about the family. His favourite parts were <laughs> the banter and also the post-apocalyptic drama. He was, um, oh, wasn't it? He said he was surprised because at first of all, at first when we started doing it, he thought, oh, this is shit. But then he actually found he got quite hooked on it, which is kind of cool. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why he's a oh, better person than you, Nikki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now I won't I won't tell the listeners exactly how old you are or how young you are. How young so. I am. How you. young you yeah. are. Yep. Um but I know guess by my voice anyway. I know yeah, that's true. I know that um several years ago you sort of started a bit of a bucket list. Um, and uh-huh. I wanted to ask you about that. I know that uh, at the end of, or no, how long ago was it? So one of the things on your bucket list was to get a motorbike and, mo- and your motorbike license, wasn't it? Uh-huh. So how uh-huh. long ago was that that you got it? 
it will be a, a year in July this year. Oh, wow, that's gone quick. Yeah, I know. And it's yeah, a yeah. Suzuki 250, isn't it? Yeah, Intruder. I just love the oh, name. Oh, Intruder, that's cool, yeah. I, and I remember when I was looking them up, like looking up for bikes and stuff, because I really had no idea. I just knew I wanted a motorbike. Yeah. And when I was younger, I wanted like a racing bike. And, oh, yeah, then, cool. and then when I, by the time I got my licence, um, then I just bought like a cruiser. Yeah, cruiser. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. And then when I was looking them up, and they had all these cool names, and one of them was Intruder, and I was like, "Well, that would be really cool." So that, yeah, that's why the one uh, the one I want to get is called the Rapist. (laughs) (laughs) The the Intruding Rapist. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. that's right. (laughs) The Black Intruding Rapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be excellent. but what I wanted to ask you, so I think that's awesome, and and I, I'm I'm a bit envious actually um, that you've already got your motorbike license and you're out there hooning around. But one mm. of the things I wanted to ask you, what's el- what else is on your bucket list? I know you went skydiving. Was that when you turned forty? That was my fortieth. Yeah, but now we're revealing my age. That I'm forty. No, because yeah. um, that was last year. No. Um, the other thing is to um, actually just hang out with elephants, basically. With elephants? Because they're my favourite. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, cool. Just in their natural environment and as much as I can. Yeah, I just, they're my favourite animal. So, so not, not like go to a circus or a zoo and watch one. You actually no, want to hang out with them. Yeah, just, and I've already hmm. researched and, um, there's, yeah, there's companies that can, you know, I don't want it to be they're trained or anything like that. And obviously you've got to respect that they're wild animals. But yeah, that's cool. I just think, and the funny thing is, I remember Dad taking me to the zoo when I was little. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, it was Chester Zoo in London or whatever, I can't remember. And Dad said that I was like, you know, I was like, oh, there's an elephant and wanting to go and see it. Yeah. And I was like, must have, I don't know how old I was, like five or something. And he said, I was holding his hand and then, because the elephant was in a different <laughs> And as we were getting closer, he just felt his hand being pulled backwards as I realised how big, how enormous these uh, ah, elephants okay. were and being yeah. only five. And <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden I'm like pulling back. But yeah. yeah oh, so you've always, so how old was you then, did you say? About five? I must have been about five. Wow. I've got so a vague always, memory of it. And is that all, mm. elephants always been your favourite animal? Yeah, and orangutans. Oh, oh why, so, why are you orangutans? Yeah. Oh, no, I just think they're intelligent, smart and that, so... See, I've always, um, loved, I've always loved the monkeys, always, like gorillas, chimpanzees, yeah, the whole monkey all kingdom. them. To me, basically the same. Like, if I go to the zoo, then it's them I want to see. Like, in um, Perth, they don't have, um, like, gorillas or chimps and that, but I think in Melbourne they do, don't they? I think they, they have do. the silverback there. Yeah, yeah but they, they don't the have that. They have orangutans and then the little monkeys here, but I always... And apart from the elephants, of course, but that's where like, I head towards, you know, straight yeah, away. See, mine, yeah, see, mine is definitely the monkeys, but now in more recent years, it's been the big cats. I think they're so impressive, especially yeah. when you go through the lion enclosure and you hear them roar. Like, it, it yeah. shakes the earth. It actually shakes the earth. And I'm like, wow, that's you should, fantastic. You should follow this guy on Instagram called Dean Schneider or Schneider. And yeah. um, amazing. I follow him and, and, yeah, basically he hangs out with lions and he had some really good footage. Brilliant. I've uh, I don't know I don't remember clicking on it but for some reason up in my feed comes this thing called um, real wildlife and it's videos of like actual like lions tearing apart a gazelle or a zebra and mm. it's actually it's actually like a little warning comes up to say you know be prepared it's pretty graphic and I've surprised mm. myself with 
being sort of like, oh, shit, that's a bit too much. I can't watch that, you know? And I think and it, it's the same with movies and stuff like that. Like, I can watch any kind of horror movie because in the back of my mind, I always know it's just Hollywood. It's just fake and it's just special effects. But when it comes to, like, you know those shows like RPA where it's surgical shows and they're operating on people or on animals and stuff like that? Mm. I, 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 can't, I can't stomach it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right on the RPA, but the animal bit, even though, yeah. like, I know it's all the food change... I'll tell you a story, like, where I live now in Rolling Stone, oh, yep. I don't know if I should tell people that, because they're all going to rush to they're gonna, see me, Yeah, they're course. definitely going to stalk you now. <laughs> Rolling Stone WA. They're all going to be anyway. like, I'll be you intruder, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> all welcome. Um, but we have these little bandicoots, that they're, they're, queen, they're called Quenders, and we've called them Queenie or Quincy or Quack Quack or whatever. And we feed them grapes and one time they leave because they knock it over and so anyway. Uh, But anyway, I love them. And I came home from work one day and went to the sink and there was a little lizard in the sink. So I rescued it and I took it outside and I saw that Queenie was out there, the little bandicoot. And I was like, oh, she'll need some grapes. So I went inside, got some grapes. And then when it came out, there she was munching on the lizard that oh, I just no. saved. Oh, no. And she was like, no, 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 no. Anyway, I sent a message to Paul. I wrote, like, and he's just, he's just sent Matt pissing myself laughing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Poor well, little I lizard. Probably the lizard's, lizard only to be eaten. The, lizard, the lizard's having a time of its life in the sink, and then you just yeah. scooped it up and threw it, it to its death. as well. Yeah. It still yeah. had bubbles. It was a little bubble bar. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll rescue you. And, that. and I still can see and hear the crunching. Oh, of wow. It. <laughs> yeah, that's nightmarish. That's nightmarish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't slept in. So why, yeah, no. why going back to the elephants? What, what do you think it is about the elephants that makes you that makes it your number one animal? Oh, just that you know that, that how sensitive they are. Like they mourn yeah. their dead, and they they you know like they say like um, a memory like an elephant. You know they they grieve and they look out for each other and. If you watch any footage, they're always like if their little one can't get up, they'll stand to support and I remember I remember watching a documentary where it was the first time they sort of realised that if the mum of an elephant, of a baby elephant, a calf I think they call it, if a Mm. a mum of a calf dies or something happens, Mm. the other female elephants will just naturally take the calf as their own. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's All the aunties and that. And, um, yeah, they're just, um, I just think they're amazing. And so I I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, they're often 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 trained type yeah. They've often been described as majestic, and I think that's like the best word for them. Mm, yeah. yeah. So would you, and, um, um, you know how a few yeah. years ago they were doing, uh, they did this thing where they were like basically strapping a paintbrush to the elephant's trunk and getting it to paint pictures, and then they were selling mm, the paintings for like thousands yeah. of dollars. Would you buy something like that, or do you think that's a crock nah, of shit? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No. Yeah. I, and even like when I do want to see them, I'm like, obviously I want to engage with them if I can, but I don't want them to be told to, you know, train to and, you know, and lift up their, you know, I want oh, to yeah, be I able see. to, you know, see them in there, you know, as much as natural, but get close to them if I can, but, you know, respectfully know that they could, you know, they're massive wild animals, so they yeah, could exactly. know, turn, but, but I just think it would be amazing to be So you So you wouldn't, wanna, you wouldn't want to ride one then? Mm, funny because I do, but I don't. Oh, you know, okay. like it goes yeah. against that, but it's like it'd be pretty cool. But no, yeah, I don't think so. Don't yeah, think so. okay, no. yeah, fair yeah. Enough. And if you, mm. what about if um, 
Would you take a, a an elephant as a pet if you could? Not a pet, but say if you had enough space and there was an elephant that was in distress or they said, oh, you know, we've got oh, this elephant. Oh, yeah, conservation. I read a book on um, one who, um, he, he basically saved all these wild rogue elephants and stuff and um, and they would have been shot, basically, but he had, oh. it was in South Africa and he, yeah, he, you know, he was, became known as the... Um, Elephant Whisperer, and um, actually, when he passed away, I think it was 2004, passed away, and they one day the or they, they all, the, all the elephants turned up at the the house or oh, you know, wow. where the wife lived and that, and it was like to the day that he died. Oh wow! Um, yeah. yeah, so that's what I mean. They got they're just amazing. Incredible. That's the thing about. Out, um, that's the yeah. thing about not just elephants but all animals. They're so much nicer mm. than humans, aren't they? Mm, you know, like they just they, are. Except Queenies and that, that eat live lizards <laughs> in bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was talking to, I was, you know, Keith, my mate Keith. Mm. I was talking to him the other day and he, I, got, I can't remember how we got into this conversation, but he, we got talking about um, homosexuality in the animal kingdom and he didn't believe mm. it. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's not true. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, I swear to God, I watched a documentary years ago huh. where okay. it was actually a thing. Like it was actually a thing, but, but, but. The interesting thing was there was also homophobia in the animal kingdom as well. Oh, wow. And I never forget, right. I think I was watching it with Antoinette, and I never yeah. forget um, these two, like, baboons, right, the male baboons were sort of canoodling, and it was a bit, you know, it was over the top. Mm. Like, so you could tell mm. they were right into each other, which that's fine. Yeah. But then suddenly the alpha baboon, like, came storming over, really pissed <laughs> off of them. And, like, was ready to fight them. And you know what they did? They stood up together, put their arms around each other and faced off with the with the alpha baboon oh, and wow. kind of stared that's him down cool. and he backed away. And I thought, that, that's so cool. He might have been jealous. Maybe yeah. he wanted to be, you know, like a bit of a, you know, freak of Yeah, there. maybe, like, maybe. Yeah. Like, you started without me. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you, men- you mentioned it before, you live in Perth. Um, we won't mm-hmm. say the name of the street or the number or anything like that, mm-hmm. but... Um, now, you've lived over there since, what, 2007, was it? Oh, no, uh, 2005. Oh, okay, yeah. I think yeah, I, did, yeah. I, I didn't notice until 2007 that you'd gone. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and, uh, and do you ever, because obviously I'm in Melbourne and, and, mm. and our sister's in Julian, mum's in, uh, sorry, and my, our sister's in Queensland and our mum and dad are in Queensland. Do you ever find yourself wishing you were back in Melbourne or back in, or, or moved to Queensland or are you quite settled where you are? Uh, I do, especially where I'm living at the moment because it's in the hills and it, it is beautiful. It's really absolutely amazing and that. Um, but I, the only time I do is, I guess, I guess especially with the COVID, oh, yeah. it just makes me like, you know, one time almost like, when am I going to see my family again? So yeah, I still yeah. do that. Do you know scary, what I mean? And, scary times, isn't it? And, and you remember one time, like, we were all living, like, you know, not far away from each other. Yeah, that's Julie right. down the road, mum and you. I remember we used to go jogging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still get, every time I think about you jogging, like, you didn't even jog, 
You just galloped. I you sort of, I sort of loped. Long legs. Yeah, I sort of loped, and I laugh at myself. I don't think I was jogging at all. Yeah, I think I was just clumsily, clumsily falling along beside you. Yeah, and I think well, you know, I was trying to sprint to keep up with your long legs. <laughs> yeah, sprint was exhausting. What didn't help is that that was a time when I was seeing someone, and I was getting probably maybe two hours of sleep a night. So then, then I was getting up at like 5 a.m. to meet you. So I think I was half asleep while I was it. loping around. Yeah, you still did. I just remember thinking like you were like a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, or, although although I, I certainly don't have even the grace of a giraffe, you know? No, no, actually you don't. But you, yeah, you, it doesn't look natural to you at all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it funny? how we all lived, um, like you say, relatively close. But, well, I know for one, for me, I didn't visit you guys as much as I should have. And it's not until hindsight, until, you know, it's that typical thing, you don't know what Mm. you've got until it's gone. And now, now, like, you know, obviously I wouldn't... You still don't visit me. (laughs) Yeah, but I wouldn't wouldn't live on your doorstep, but I'd I'd definitely pop in for a cup of tea and a bit of a chat. Mm. I think think that comes of age as well. I think when, you know, when you moved away... I think I was yeah. only in my early 20s, so, you know, my head was all over the place and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Now, like like you say, I really, really miss the family. You know what I think is is worth really now about is the kids grow up. Like, we don't change really too much except we get greyer and older and stuff like yeah. that. But it's like Antoinette sent me their pictures of the girls, um, Sci-Sci and um, Willow. Oh, my girls, yeah. And, oh, my goodness, I couldn't believe how much they've grown. You know, so yeah. I, I still... That I'm missing out on that type of thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, and you, up, and you, you know, know like, and obviously because you know uh, some of the kids are similar in age. Like my oldest daughter, Kira Lee, with your daughter Charlie, um, mm. similar age. So you know that they odds are they probably would have hung out a fair bit. And same with yeah. Julie, Julie's daughters and stuff. So yeah, it is a real mm. shame. But at the, I, I sort yeah. of cons- and you might be the same. But I sort of console myself with the fact that everyone's happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're happy where yeah. you are and what you're doing, and, yeah. and Julie's yeah, happy. Yeah, exactly. We're happy. You know, and, it, so. and it's actually quite cool because the girls still um, connect. Like Charlie was talking to Kiki the other day; she said for ages, and you know, like yeah. when Smart Tomorrow came over and visited Julie. Bill and that, and yeah, it was really good. So when we do catch up, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, what I like about our family is it doesn't matter about the distance that we. I still feel, and even though you know we don't call, I'm not really big on the phone too much, but we don't call each other all the time. And Mm. and same with mum and dad and everything. But I don't know, there's still uh, there's still an uncanny closeness there. You know, like as soon as I saw mum and dad, I was cuddling them and kissing them and. And, you know, sleeping with them and everything. Like, it was just, we were so close. In between them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, I don't know, it was was like I'd seen them a week before, you know? Yeah. And and it's been the same with you when I visited you over there and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. As well, and Julie. Yeah. Well, we all know that we're always going to be there for each other, no matter what, as well. Like, if, you know, if I said, like, you know, I'd you know, I need to talk to you or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, if shit hits whatever, the fan. Whatever, we're all there. So, yeah, which that's is right. good. So, what's, anyway, uh, who's your favourite um... sister? No, I've got a question for you. Who's your favourite sister? Um... It's a tough one. I really don't like choosing favourites. It, it shouldn't even be tough. It my favourite sister is Big Was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, safety. He's one of the girls. Um, 
I was going to ask you as well. Uh, obviously, eleven year gap between you and I, and uh, I've got I've got a lot of memories of Julie when I was little, little, like when we were back in England, you know. And uh, I've got some memories of you, but what are uh, what are some uh, when I was that little? But what are some? I was just intrigued to know what some of your maybe favorite or maybe not so favorite memories of me when you were sort of older and I was a little kid. Well, I mean, my first memory of you, when I first clapped eyes on you, was when I came back from Australia after being busy Australian. You were just oh, in like yeah, a little yeah. cocoon, don't know what it's called, like a thing, and, you know, I burst into tears. Because <laughs> you know, I was so I ugly. Remember we got, I got a telegram. That was our old. Wow, wow, <laughs> telegram. I got a telegram, and I remember Grandma saying, we don't know, we, we didn't know your name or something. We oh. just knew the way and it was a boy and stuff like that. So, and so that was, I still remember clearly so when, that meet, meeting you the first time. So when mum was, uh, when mum was pregnant with me, um, mm. you guys obviously wouldn't have known that it was going to be a boy. Were, were you hoping no. for a, a brother or, or another sister? I don't recall what I remember. I think probably I, I was thinking at the top of my head that I probably wanted a brother because I already had a sister and she wasn't great. So I was just <laughs> like, well, you know, a brother. I always wanted an older brother. Yeah, Always, yeah, but that yeah. was a bit impossible because mum was 15 when she had me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Way. But, um, but yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and the other thing I remember was like, you had like this projectile vomit. You oh, know, yeah, like I got yeah. home and then you just like, have a feed and then like it shoot. I just I remember that. It would like mum um, said it would like literally shoot across the room. It did. I remember wow. it was in the kitchen and I just saw it. Like it was like you were like possessed. So that's <laughs> when that's when I had the. Um, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before when I had the operation. Okay. Yeah, to, yeah, to remove the dick from my head. I think it was, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 they weren't successful, um, obviously. Yeah. Um, other things I think we've talked about before, but like is just I think I used to just get you to tickle me. Oh yeah, yeah. Stuff. I tickle you yeah, for. I think you wanted your back tickled, didn't you? I tickle yeah, your I back for it. like five seconds, and then get you to tickle my stomach for like four hours. We, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We should like next time we see each other. Next time we see each other, we should do that again, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, maybe Julie can join us as well. She likes to be scratched, yeah. by the way. No tickle. Oh, that's right. And, like her, and she don't like her feet being touched either. No, you can't don't ever touch her feet. Actually, you know what? Something I've also learned about Julie. Do you know? You know I've got a habit because I'm a drummer at heart. Do you know that mm. I've got a habit? I think Josh is the same because he, he was a drummer for a time as well. Um, just tapping. I'm always tapping my fingers oh, on something, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, when I was yeah. at Mum and Dad's, you know, a few weeks ago, Julie was mm. there one night. On the last night, I was there actually, and I'm <laughs> talking to Dad, and I, suddenly Julie slams down her hand on the down her hand on the table, and said, <laughs> and like I jumped, and she goes, "Can you stop tapping on the table?" Luke? And I was like, oh, oh, sorry, Julie. I'm not even aware I'm doing it. And then five minutes later, she did it again because I'd already, I'd already started to tap away. And she's like, you're doing it again. I said, sorry, Julie, sorry. <laughs> I know. Do you know what? It's like I've realised since it's like I've been seeing my partner. Um, you've, already, you've already said uh, his I, name, you know, so you can say Paul. Oh, can I say his name? Yeah. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Paul. Oh, sorry, there's a Dave Paul. on the scene um, as well. The other one. <laughs> but no, but what I realised is when I'm, because like I've met his family and one of the things um, obviously is I don't get to, you know, show him off to my family. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, but. What I've sort of said to him, I think he's got a bit of an idea about the family. And he listened to mum and dad's, you know, when they were on there the other oh, day. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. himself laughing about the 
spitting you out and stuff like that and whatever. <laughs> yeah, don't remind me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, by yeah. the way. And um, anyway, but um, what I realised is, like, I say to him, oh, you know, like, Luke and I, we sort of have, like, probably a bit similar we have deep talks and that yeah, and I say well Julie you know if I, if I want sympathy I guess and like encouragement I'll go to my brother if I want like I'm going to beat the shit out of him I'm going <laughs> to Julie because <laughs> she's going to kill him <laughs> and if I want that that's who I go to and I was telling him I said like because Paul and I got a joint Instagram and oh, yeah, I, yeah. I said to him you know what just wait for it Julie hasn't even commented yet and then all of a sudden she sent me a message she goes have you and Paul got a joint Instagram? And I'm like, we do. She goes, I can't believe that. You're, you've turned into one of them. I go, I know. I said, I remember we used to take the piss out of people who had joint Facebooks. I'm like, what are they? My, <laughs> my favourite, favourite photo on your joint one, um, on mm. your joint account that you've got with Paul, is mm. the photo of you where it's clear. It's very, mm. very clear to me that he's he wanted to take a photo of you you didn't oh. want your photo taken and you're yes. doing a smile where you're just you know that half ass smile <laughs> like i'm just doing this to get it done i'm not enjoying myself <laughs> no well, <the laughs> that's first, my favorite the first, the first date we went on he we went to the the doomy as that calls it it's called the dome and it was a coffee day oh, and yeah, yeah. i'm talking to him and first of all he leans forward to give me a kiss yeah. like what the hell and the next thing he takes out his mobile and starts taking photos Jesus. So I was like, what See, are we doing? For me, so that's alarm bells. I went bells. on another that's date with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I bet you said to him, you can do a video this time if you like. <laughs> yeah, right. So I was like, well, but yeah. I think one of, the, one of the most interesting dates I ever went on was with a girl who um, had a whole bunch of list of questions uh, for me, like I'm talking a long, oh, wow. long list of questions. It was like an, it was not an interrogation. It was like an interview. It felt like an interview. Wow. And the other wow. one, the other one that was all, always find a bit weird was it was a younger girl. Um, she was about ten. No, <laughs> no, no. She was. I think she was eighteen, and I was twenty something. Mm. And it was very clear to me. Twenty something, like twenty eight. Well, no, I was. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think I was. I'm not sure. I think I might have been about that. But she was oh, very Michael. young. She was very young. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we went on this date and, it like, straight away it occurred to me just how young she was when I ordered mm. a, I, you know, I said, well, would you like to drink? The the waitress came over. I got a beer and she asked mm. for a Fanta, a fizzy, a fizzy orange <laughs> I mean, she drink. she wasn't even 18. And I was but... like, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Uh, going back to sort of like other memories, one of the things, because <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, even, like, obviously I knew you were going to ring me and do this, and I was going to say, like, the mum and dad listen? I don't think dad listens, but no. mum does, doesn't she, sometimes? Dad, dad, when I spoke to him last time when I was up there, he said he might give it a go, and I said, I said, I'm, mm. I, said I actually think he'd like it more than mum. Uh, mum mm. listened to a bit of the first episode and then said, I don't think it's for me, Luke. <laughs> oh, sorry. So that means I can fucking swear. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, remember, um, um, do your kids listen to this? Can I say stuff? No, nah, they they pretty much wish I was dead, Nikki. Oh, okay. Nah. Right, I'll just say <laughs> no, this. They, they don't. They don't, but they certainly don't <laughs> no, listen to the No, do you remember when, you, when we had a bong around my house? 
Uh, and it's like, as soon as I'm in front of me, sort of thing, like, I gave him, I've given it to you, like, oh, do you want to have a smoke or oh, whatever? Oh, yeah, 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 I do, yeah, I do. And then you had, like, almost like a spastic attack or something, <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to like use going, the term spastic oh, anymore, oh, Nikki. I think, like, I think the political correct term is like a yeah. mental disability at that particular moment. Yeah, and I'm a support worker. Yeah, um, I did yeah. have some kind of fit, though, that's for sure. Yeah. You did, and the first thing that came to my mind was, don't tell mum. Don't tell mum. <laughs> yeah, just better that better that Luke better that better that better that Luke dies. Better that Luke dies and tell better that Luke dies and tell your mum. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. I was like, please don't tell mum. Don't tell mum. And I'm like, I don't know how old it was, but you know, adult, and I'm still worrying about getting in trouble with mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I I don't swear in front of mum still, and dad. Dad was surprised. He, no, Dad was surprised that I don't really swear much in front of him. And I said, I think it's just yeah. a habit. Like I do, but when it's just he yeah. and I. But I don't. I just think yeah. it's a a habit not yeah. to swear in front of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But mum, mum, I never well, swear in front of. But you know what was is funny though, because mum, dad never liked women smoke, um, not smoking, swearing. Swearing, yeah. Um, and I remember mum and dad saying to me, or oh, I can't remember who said it, but. To roll dad up, mum used to say, like when they'd have an argument and she couldn't get a reaction from him, she'd go, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. dad'd go, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd get stroppy. He'd get stroppy. And she was running up the stairs, like in England. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny is for me, I don't know why my brain is this way, but for me, and I know it's probably sexist, uh, but some girls can swear and it's okay. Other girls, mm. I don't like it. Like like you swearing, Julie swearing doesn't bother me. But if I was to hear mm. mum swear, that would upset me. I, I think it may be because mm. I don't hear her swear. So, yeah, if she yeah, swore, I'd be like, oh, yeah, mum, I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember Dad used to say, he probably said it to you as well, that we were allowed to swear if it was in a joke, like yeah, in a way. Right, yeah. like, so we'd always find lots of jokes that we could just drop it in, and some of it didn't even make sense, but we would just do it because we, like, dropped it in. And, yeah, you know, I'd be like, like when, yeah. Dad, when Dad would tell me off, I'd be like, fuck off, mate. And then I'd be, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> well, I, would, I think I did the knock knock one, you know, like I put fuck in it somewhere. What's the knock knock one? Knock knock. Who's there? Luke. Luke who? Luke through the fucking keyhole in your seat. I know that joke. I just didn't know. The, I didn't know the, yeah, I just didn't know the fucking bit. But that was good. That was yeah, good. no, I just added that in so that I could say it. Yeah. Dad said I could say <laughs> yeah. with jokes. Uh, one of my earliest memories of you is when I'd gone camping in Wales with Mum and Dad, and I'd found mm. a sheep skull. Remember that sheep oh, skull, Nikki? Yeah, <laughs> you were so scared of it. So oh. I used to get a real laugh. Because you were petrified of it. Like, you really <laughs> didn't like the look of it. Yeah, you didn't like being near no, it. So I, no, as a six, seven-year-old... I just got a vision of it then. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> I wish I still had it. But I used to get a, used to get a real buzz out of putting it under your blanket on your feet. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That's, what like, that's where, like, our sick sense of humour comes from. Like, mum and dad, like, oh, they, yeah. ha- they know that I hate lavender. Yeah. And then when I'd go on holidays or whatever and I'd come back, first they'd freeze my cutlery and all that so <laughs> like I couldn't yeah. have a cup of tea. And then I'd go to bed, like the stressful day, trying to find the cutlery and defrosting it. Go to bed and I'm like, oh, what is that? But I haven't done it somewhere. And they stuffed it into the sleeve of my pillow slip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Actually, it's amazing I've, we're not more fucked up than we already are. <laughs> I've had a, I've had a few people already comment on the, on the episode with mum and dad and sort of go, ah, so that's why you are the way you are. 
But Warren, <laughs> Warren actually said, um, he goes, it was the first time I've ever heard you speechless, like a bit like, yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. It was so funny. Yeah, it was great. I just it was loved great. it. I think I've played it to heat the people. I definitely <laughs> have to, um, I definitely have to do a part two with them at some point, but it'll have to be like, oh, a, I think so. have to be a Zoom yeah. or a Sky, uh, Skype or um, FaceTime or something maybe, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that fun. was brilliant. It was so good. Yeah, brilliant and that. So, so mm. how do you feel, you know, obviously having a brother and uh, his mate be was as, um, you know, podcast celebrities, you must feel pretty blessed to even know us. I do. Yeah. I'm going to get your autograph and that. I do, I do tell people about it, but I'm very selective. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that's wise. I'm a little that's bit wise. selective. I think like, on the very but, um, first episode I said the C word, so, you know, you've got to, you've got to be prepared for that kind of talk. And it literally, nah. the, whole, the whole premise behind the show is literally – me and mm. Warren just talking about whatever, and it's we'd have we always say we'd have the mm. same conversations if we weren't being recorded. We just yeah. thought pe- some people might like it, you know. Well, one of my favourite um, memories is when I came to visit um, when you're living in Kilsyth, yeah. and I think Warren came around with his boys, and we had like a barbecue and stuff. I think oh, it was yeah. your birthday, yeah. and just even when the boys were there, like Warren's kids were there too, and just the 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 talking and that, you know, like it was just really good and stuff and then like when I first listened to the podcast I think in the beginning not so much now but in the beginning I had a little bit of laughing and tears and just hearing it because it made me miss you more you know sort of thing or mainly was actually yeah that's fair I was going to say that yeah yeah, and now and again not very often now but I will when I do listen it's just basically to hear you laughing or you know what I mean it's just to hear, hear that that sort of um, is that is that a direct like that. result because I refuse to ring you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And talk. Yeah. What I'll do, no. I'll send you a photo of me so you can look at the photo of me while you listen to me laugh. That no, might. you know what? It's been so long now, I'm just going to use it. I've got a dartboard, I might say, and yeah. I'll just use it for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, how you, are you at pool now? Yeah, I was just going to say, you've got a pool table, haven't you? I do. Well, and I'm pretty hot. I'm really good at it. Well, the next time I'm there, pool, we definitely. I'm good at it. We definitely hey? have a big. We definitely have to have a big contest next time. Next time I'm over that way. Have you but, got better? Well, I didn't think I had until I thrashed Dad up in Queensland. Did you? <laughs> play, we played three, and I I, I yeah. crushed him in the first wow. two games. Wow! Wow! Well, so you did learn things things from me then, after all. Things yeah, definitely. But I had, the, yeah. you know what, you know what though, I had the same feeling, and this is me gloating a bit now. When I was fifteen, I arm, mm. I arm wrestled Dad, and I beat him, mm. and it was a feeling <laughs> of like, yeah, who's the man now? But also like, <laughs> oh, my dad's really old now. <laughs> oh, so it was kind of a, it was kind of a feeling yeah, of that, like I, I would definitely yeah. felt proud that I finally beat him at pool. Um, yeah. But at the same time, oh, it was like, I remember oh. doing that with. Racing, because the dad always came along. With what? To, racing? Like, he was right into sports and stuff like the racing and that. And, you know. Well, like, a, big, well, like sprinting. Sprinting and that. Oh, and yeah. I think he had, like, you know, big eye, big dreams for me because I was pretty good when I was younger, sprinting and stuff like that. That's right. And were, I always yeah. used to look for him in the, like, the sports day. And oh, I'd yeah. see my dad there and I'd be, you know, at the starting bit or whatever. And, but he was. I remember like racing him, and he would used to beat me, and then all of a sudden I beat him. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. it was like, you know, I think it was pr- it was a proud moment for him. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Probably he was a sprinter, so but anyway. Nah, hmm. he was probably smoking while he was running, was he? 
<laughs> yeah. How would that have been seeing them without smoking? I haven't seen them since they've stopped smoking. Ah, oh, you know what? They smell amazing. I just kept smelling them. <laughs> Every time I go near them, I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Josh always says they smell of potpourri and like smoke. Like when Nanny used to, Nanny used to send a present over. You know, oh, yeah, it yeah. smells of potpourri and cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah, no, they honestly smell good, and the house smells good, and everything smells wow. great. It's so nice. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm not sure if I told you or they told you, but I was talking to Mum about it on the phone when they first sort of quit and stuff. And Mum was going, yeah. "Yeah, we saved like four hundred dollars." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, four hundred dollars a month." And she goes, "No, no, four hundred dollars a week." I know. I, like, I remember it was like two hundred bucks a week each that's or something insane. like that. Crazy. Yeah, that's it nuts. is. Yeah. You know what? No, we know it warms my heart. Going back to um, the fact that Dad was there to watch you, you know, running your races and stuff. Mm. What really warms my heart is that he's never listened to the podcast of mine. That's special, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm only joking. He's, yeah, well, he's a good favorite. dad. He's a great dad. He's a great dad. Firstborn, you can't change that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and a girl. So you met, you mentioned it before. Mum and dad were obviously very young. Mum was 15. Dad was 16 mm. when you came along. Mm. <clears throat> Did you, when you, as you grew up and as you sort of got older and became aware of that, what mm. did, it, did it did it feel strange to you? Look, because I remember my eldest daughter always liking it because I was a young dad. You know what I mean? Mm. My mm. youngest daughter now probably thinks I'm just an old bastard. But <laughs> but my eldest daughter, Kiralee, definitely was like, oh, no, I like it because yeah. all the other dads are like 10 years older than you and she always liked it. Yeah. You know? Not that, not that I was 15 when she came along, but I was 24, yeah. so I was, you know, youngish, yeah. I suppose. But how did you feel? Yeah, no, I thought it was, I mean, I remember in when we lived in the flat, so I must have been, uh, so we moved out of mum's mum's house um, yeah. and they got their first place yeah. and it was a, like, yeah, a multi-storey flat building, whatever. Yeah, like an estate, in an I estate. Eh? Was it like in an estate, was it? Uh, yeah, I suppose, and we lived on the third floor, and I remember playing high jump in the lounge room because oh, they yeah. were young and stuff. Do you know what I mean? They always and they had parties and stuff like that, lots of rows. Um, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah, but no, sort of, they were fun parents, you know. So that was good. Did it ever did it ever like dawn on you and you go, wow, they're actually really young? Like, did you ever notice that that they were young? You know what I mean? Only when my um, boy mates fancied my mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, my boy you know? mates fancy my sisters, which that's fair. Yeah. But if they fancy my mum, I think I'd be going toe to toe with them. My mum, and I remember like cause, um, like when we, I started going at the pub because like in England you go down pub pretty early, like I was fifteen or whatever. And mum started coming because she was only thirty, oh, yeah. so I think she was living her life through me a little bit. <laughs> but she yeah. would bring, she would invite them all to a New Year's Eve party. Oh like, wow. Almost like all my mates. And <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure how I felt about that, but anyway, yeah. But um, no, it was it was pretty good because um, I think the hardest thing, really, I suppose, was mum was sometimes mum, like you know, oh, do yeah, your room yeah. and do this, and then it was when we go out, she'd say, "Call me Jenny." Oh, really? So she was almost like, when you'd go out, she was almost like a sister or a friend. Yeah, yeah. But then when you're home, it's back to, oh, yeah. So that's an interesting dynamic, I reckon. Yeah. So I think it it was confusing for me and probably mum too, you know, because like that. But, and I remember like we'd be out late and um, she'd go, you're going first because you won't get in trouble like me with dad. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely got great memories of partying with mum as well, you know, so that was pretty good. Yeah. So, and but, um, do you reckon um, when you were young? Because I remember, I remember 
I don't know how long ago it was. It may be oh, maybe 10, 15 years ago mm. or so. I remember you and Julie saying to me, oh, don't you find um, uh, dad always seems to be grumpy? And I remember mm. thinking that I didn't really get it. And I thought, and I said, mm. to you, said to you guys at the same time, I said, I think he's just like he's worked all day. He comes home and he's just ready to settle down. And it used to used to annoy you guys that you know oh. when we'd have friends over, he was the life of the yeah. party. And I remember you okay. saying saying yeah. to me, "Why can't he be like that?" And I remember just being really confused. But now I sort of get it more as an older dad. Mm. One, I mm. understand where he was at because he was working long hours, if you remember. Mm. So he was just mm. knackered. But at the same time, mm. I think to myself, and again, I'm not knocking dad. He's a great dad. But I, at the same mm. time, I think, well, even when I've done a long day, I like mm. force myself to be like happy with the kids and like, hey, but I can't always do that. Sometimes I'm just like, no. I'm knackered girls. So, you know, I'm yeah. going to be on the couch and that's it. <laughs> I think, you know what used to bother me more? Because I like my food, as you know. Oh, yeah. So we'd go around there, and Dad would have just done four slices of toast with cheese and Branston on there. And he'd go, oh, hello, love. And then he'd flick the TV on. <laughs> didn't offer anything. Didn't even offer yeah. a cup of tea. And just yeah. sit there and eat the <laughs> But you know what? In his mind, he's probably thinking, yeah, just help yourself. You know you can. Yeah, he probably did. He didn't say it. He just didn't, you know, make you a cup of tea. Make me, make yourself a cup of tea and make me one at the same time. That would have been all right. Yeah, but, yeah. But you know what? You know. Like, what was funny is like because I was up there, I was up there visiting them for a, a whole week, which was absolutely yeah. fantastic. We really had a lot yeah. of fun, and it was just nice being with oh, them and talking been, to them. It would have been. But it was so funny because they're still they're still exactly the same, but they're older yeah. now. So they yeah. kind of yeah. they've always sort of bickered. But not in a not. I never. Oh, you know, never really heard them row row as like full on nah. too much. They. I mean, yeah, of course, a couple of times maybe. But but generally, mm. there'd be that sort of bicker and then banter, mm. and they still do mm. the same thing now. <laughs> but it's like over like really minuscule things. Like, <laughs> mom, like dad'll put the dishes away, and he hasn't put them the way put them away the way mum wants. <laughs> or, 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 or they don't see things... anyone else. They got to, yeah, you know, yeah. they just, they got each other, and that's all they want. So, or yeah, like, or but... mum would turn around to me and say, "Yeah, dad's really not managing the garden now," and dad would be like, <laughs> "I am. I'm managing it just fine." <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine. I just heard his voice then. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in stitches. You know, I'm just laughing and <laughs> going, "It's okay, mm. guys. It's all right." Yeah. But the other thing that I found because they because they're retired and they mostly ninety nine percent of their time is with each other you know what i mean yeah so yeah, yeah. so and they constantly talk over each other and when i was there <laughs> they they're both talking to me at exactly the same time oh, having two I completely yeah having yeah. two completely different conversations and i had to yeah. i had to like be the parent and go guys guys one at a time one at a time right? <laughs> put your hand up <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah oh, oh, that's funny no. Um, but they are great. Yeah. Uh, well, Nikki, I've really, really enjoyed having you on oh, the show. Hang, hang on. What before you go? See you later. What's your favourite nah. memory of me? That's the thing. That's the sad thing. I don't have any fond memories of you. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, my see, my yeah, memories are more um, uh, when you came to Australia. So you came. A f- you came in eighty nine, did you? Yeah. Yeah, and we were here in eighty six. So it was more. After that kind of time, like like when Josh mm. came along and all that kind of thing, when we would hang out 
we would actually hang mm. out. So you'd like, mm. you know, inverted commas. Babe. You and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Is that is that period just before he came along and then when he came along? But yeah, you yeah. and I would hang out a lot. Like I remember, yeah. um, I remember driving around um, and just laughing at the way people looked. Um, we had this idea about getting the super soaker and and weeing in it and and like shooting water like well, our we urine. Did not. At people. No, no, we did. We had the idea did of it. We, but did we talk never about weeing, did we? Yeah, but I we know never we actually. Used to- the but we I never actually went through it. We never actually went through <laughs> it, but <laughs> through with it. Um, but yeah, I just remember just hanging out with you and having to laugh at mm. pretty much everything. And I remember um, that's because I'm funny. I remember the bloke. I don't want to say his name, but the bloke you're with at the time uh, mm. in those early, early days, if you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Sometimes, like I obviously got along with him at that point, but yeah. sometimes it was like, go away, so I can hang out with Nikki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's cramping our style. And, and, I, and as you, no, I was just going to say, and as you mentioned before, now as a, as uh, as we've got older, I just really mm. enjoy our chats. I love I love um, yeah. you know the deep and meaningfuls, and and it's yeah. the thing with Julie. I can have a good time, and I often sort of like I enjoy making her laugh and telling her stories and just seeing her <laughs> giggle. But with you, she has a great laugh. Yeah, she does. But with you, it's more. I feel like I can open up a little bit more to you, and and I hope you can with me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, group hug. Oh, group um, hug. You know, uh, one of our. I remember, which was quite funny. I remember because Julie and I used to hang out a fair bit, like going to clubs and stuff. And I remember when you came of age, and you know, you started coming out with us. And like I always want, as I said, be- mentioned before, I always wanted that big brother, you know, to look oh, out yeah, for yeah. and stuff. And I, I. Julie will vouch for this. I remember walking down around in Melbourne or wherever, and some guys walked towards us, and they're like, "Whoa, you know, show us your tits or something or whatever." To me and Julie, yeah. and you start rolling up your sleeves like yeah, you're eighteen, like you know, full yeah. of testosterone, and you're like, "What did they say?" But I remember you, I remember learning something very important. Not that I really probably took it on board, but you guys yeah. said to me, the thing is, if it kicked off, because like you said, there was there was a lot of dudes there. If it kicked yeah, I off, I probably wouldn't really stand a chance against them all. <laughs> and then and then you two would get involved and then you might get yeah. hurt. So it's better to walk yeah. away, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. I think I'd still I'd still struggle if you and I were walking down the street and a guy made a comment, I think I'd struggle to keep mm. quiet. <laughs> mm, I know. Yeah. But that's why I think, like, that's why I call you my little brother, my little big brother, because you're my little brother, but you're tall, but you're my big brother who would protect. Do you absolutely. know what I mean? I know yeah, that, absolutely. you know. So, yeah. so I still got my big brother after all. Yeah, that's know? right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's Aww. a good note to end on because I think it's all downhill from here. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> thank, really, really appreciate you uh, having no a chat worries. with us. And, um, yeah, we'll have to get you back again sometime. Yeah, no worries. Anytime. All right. Okay. Well, I'll say goodbye to you on here, but I'll say goodbye to you personally as well. Yeah, all right. Okay. Love Love you. Yeah, so final thoughts. That was great having a chat with my sister on the podcast. Uh, makes me miss her more now. I haven't seen her for a couple of years. So, yeah, definitely makes me miss her. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the episode, guys. It's a bit of a mishmash of things going on, I suppose. But I just didn't want it to be an hour of me waffling on about shit. You know, I wanted to have a bit of this, a bit of that, and then a chat with my sister. So hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to catching up with Big Woz and Keith and Glenn for episode 108. We're going to be 
sitting down, right? We're going to sit down together. We're going to have a couple of drinks, maybe, or I will. Sit down with a pen and paper, and for once and for all, figure out the top 10 movies of all time. So make sure you tune in next week to 108, episode 108, where me, Glenn, Keith, and Big Waz sit down and figure this shit out. But as for episode 107, we're all done. Thanks for listening, guys. Be good to yourselves and be good to those crazy motherfucking goats. Fucking hell, here we go. Yeah, We're recording. I'm moving a little bit closer, I reckon. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any Bluetooth devices on tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no. Warren's referring to me fucking up in 107. This is episode 108. My name is Harry Luke. We've got Big Woz. How you going? Gayful Glenn. Gorgeous Glenn. <laughs> Gayful. And little Keith. And little Keith. Uh, little the four Keith. of us all here tonight. Uh, do you want to explain to the people what we're going to do tonight, apart from the uh, the crazy, wild, sweaty sex? <laughs> yeah, that's later on um, when we culminate all of the the uh, movie choices. No, we're going to. Uh, I said an urge to kiss you. I'm glad I didn't. But, yeah, just looking at I'm your real... lips when you, when you were talking, I was like, I could just kiss him. I'd like right to now. see two hairy kiss. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe keep that one to yourself for a bit longer, hey? Um, we're going to be talking about our individual uh, top tens of yeah. movies uh, that we feel are the best of all time. Uh, and then hopefully we're going to nut, but also nut it out between us, the, the ultimate top ten. The, the ultimate top, top ten. ten. Yeah, yeah, definitive. Yeah, it's good work. But I was going to say, don't fucking look at my We're going to get Keith, you can do the minutes, you can do the writing <laughs> of, the, of the notes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to write a little note. So I just wanted to say, I've yep. done, I haven't done what I think of each movie, because we'll just talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But yep. what I've done is a little synopsis, just a short. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Short little synopsis. I like that, yep. Yeah. Well, um, I want to read it in a cinematic voice. Yeah, okay, you can we'll do that. We'll see how yeah. we go, though. And uh, Glenn was uh, <laughs> wondering if we're going to do, like, one to ten. Like, what's the number one? I don't think so. I think we just figure out what the top ten just movies general, is between us. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. The other too thing, hard for number ones, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and well, the order would be too one. hard. But I reckon uh, one thing I suggest, and this is purely oh. purely for he selfish... He touched my sack. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally poked his cock. We won't touch uh. each other's sacks anymore tonight. Uh, that was Radio. totally... Keith's what did you do Keith's... that for, by the way? Oh, no, it's going to your cock and I was too close. Keith's writing's really small like yours. Yeah, oh, that's me. It's not the only thing that we share that's really small. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Keith's that's it. penis. <laughs> you both share that. <laughs> um, yeah, the other thing I thought is um, 
and this is purely for selfish reasons, yeah. is that we have a wild card. We get to choose one movie that's right. definitely on the list because it's like might be your favourite movie, okay. my favourite movie of all time. Right. So like, we get to have that on the so list. So we've only got six movies that we decide on, and then four of them have got to be wild cards. Four of them can, uh, yeah. So one from each of us <laughs> can be locked in straight off the mark. Okay. All right. This is let's go. It is. It is. Let's go through. Our list first. So why are we uh, doing big... this, Luke? We, we've talked about what we're doing. Because about doing fucking time we figure this shit out. I like how you put this real um, weight in. Yeah, it. Like absolutely. It's about time. I haven't this slept since out. 1997 <laughs> worrying about this shit. So no, I just think it'd be fun. I thought it gave it gave us a good reason for us four to get together and fuck, and then after we can. Do that. Now I was thinking that um, you know we've got to sort of go one person, one movie in their top ten. Oh, okay. And then yeah. see. If we share that in our top ten, see if that movie is shared. Well, let's write because that almost oh, might yeah, help okay. us. Okay. No. What do we? Oh, think I was of? thinking. Write all yours down. Write all Glenn's down. Write all mine down. Have them all there, and then go through them one by one. Oh, really? Okay. It could be yeah. very long. No, no, no. I think I think your way might be better. It's normally it's more. Yeah. It normally is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be a very long podcast if we yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. movies. Sort of all right. So I'll get the ball rolling then. Um, right. Should I say? Should I start with my wild Roll card? Ball? Roll the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So my wild card one, you can probably guess. My all-time favourite movie needs to be on there, and that's Leon, Leon the Professional. Yep. So hang on, hang on. So you've got this is us, right? Yep. So I'm just explaining to Keith. He's written our notes. I reckon the definitive list is here, though. Say so top ten here. So this is going to be our each of our. So lists. you're just automatically going top ten. Leon is in there. That's what I'm saying. So the wild card one is you get to choose. Your all-time favourite movie that makes a list. We Luke, can't. We can't argue. This is how Luke produces the podcast. I get told what's <laughs> yeah. happening, and I have to at least agree at the start. So Only because if we, we did it Warren's way, we'd still be waiting for episode two. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, it, you know I what I'm saying. It. So we do another list over here, oh. um, and that's the list. But the wild card one, the one we get to have, is your all-time favourite movie, my all-time favourite. You know what I mean? So four yeah. straight off the mark assorted. Don't you think that's fair? So you, you're going to tell me your four? Well, no, 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 no. So I're going to choose one. You're gonna, you're gonna Am I explaining this too hard? No, no, no. It's okay, mate. I'm still stuck on you talking about me only getting to episode two before. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> ready to start calling out my fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. Right. Glenn's ready to rock. Yeah. Yeah. Keith so Glenn, Glenn uh, Keith surprised me because he's, uh, he's a very smart man. But... Okay, so you get one choice out of your top ten. That is a wild card entry and guaranteed well, the place. Well, I'm just putting that down under Luke. Luke Leon. Yeah, yep. that's right. So now you get a wild card entry so out of your top ten. Do you want me to write it? Oh fucking no! Because this is our this is our list. So this is my top ten. That's Glenn's top ten. This is and we've all got different top tens. You're completely fucked. But up. this is the this is the ultimate top ten right here. And Leon goes there. Leon goes first. And it will be a mix, a mix of all of our ones. So Leon, Leon is there. Is number one. But it's also yeah, it's part of my top ten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So write it twice. So, uh, Glenn, you got okay. one. Well, your all-time favourite. No, but this, this, yeah, is a, this is my all-time favourite movie, though. Okay, but I'm okay. going to put it on it because I think it deserves to be on there. Okay. And that is Inglorious yeah. Bastards. So that's in your list then. That that's in your in list. list. So it's yeah. not your not your wild card. The, not playing yes, your wild. So that's my wild card. Oh, it is your wild card. I think it deserves yeah? to be in the top ten. Okay. No you worries. said that with a triumphant kind of. Yeah. I'm glad you put. I'm glad you put that there. Because it's my all-time spoiler. Because yeah. I know we're doing the Tarantino reviews, which yeah, yeah. we've only done two so far. 
Yeah. But it is my favourite Tarantino movie. Okay, that's cool. No, yeah. I'm glad you put that on there because I was there's so many Tarantino movies I wanted wanted to put on there. Yeah. But I was really struggling. I yeah, was really well, thinking, fuck, which one? Which and I love that one, but I love Hateful Eight, I love Pulp Fiction, there's so many. Yeah. Alright, Warren, you wanna chuck one on? Or do you want to just Or you wanna go your wild card or do um, you wanna do I'll, I'll do the uh, I'll do the wild card entry now. Yep. I don't know if anyone else has got this in their top ten, but and I've gone on about it enough on the podcast. <gasps> yeah, the thing. I think I know what you're going to say. Oh no, I think in Indiana Jones. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> yeah, okay. that might, that's all right. The It'll thing. Make yeah, its that's appearance. a, that's yeah, a thing. great okay, choice. And oh, let's be clear, the original. The oh thing. yeah, yeah, the original. Oh, is it the original? Original? No. Well, no, no. It's, yeah, it is an original because yeah, it's, well, it's yeah. not a remake of the other one. That's. No, it's it's based on John Carpenter's a story. One, yeah. yeah, John yeah. Carpenter's version from 1982, 1982. with Kurt Russell um, and Keith David and Keith David <laughs> and, and a bunch of other people as well. Yeah, do you want yeah, to hear, hear my synopsis for that's it? That's a great. Uh, I'm glad you went for yeah, that yeah. choice. I need um, to make sure it was there. Yeah, go for your synopsis. Okay, yeah. the, just and you're going to do it in a cinematic uh, this year. Yeah, that kind of much. thing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> the thing. A shape-shifting alien organism, thawed from ancient ice, infiltrates an Antarctic research station crew. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I was sure just trying to do the Belchino Balsamio yeah, like yeah. soundtrack, whatever his name is. Yeah, Balsamic Vinegar soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Encino Man Balsamic Vinegar soundtrack. It was perfect. It was perfect. All right, so oh. we just need Keith's. Ultimate so, number one. Oh, my number one. Oh, He's like, hey, no. what are we? Can, can I take a guess, guess what it is? I already know. Yeah, I, right, I know what it is as well. Go on. Say at the same time. One, two, three. Back to future. Oh, okay. Yeah, aliens. Ah, okay, okay. Aliens, aliens. So that's your wild card. Well, that's my all time favorite. Would you like to hear my synopsis for aliens? That's a great choice, though. Because it does feature in my top ten. Yeah, do it, man. Do it. Aliens from 1986. Uh, Ripley is recovered from stasis in a life raft after the events of Alien, but 57 years later, the aliens re-emerge on LV-426, and Ripley is forced to face her fears as she is sent in with Colonial Marines as an advisor. They mostly come at night. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tell let's... Me the synopsis is shit. Let's, no, they're good. I like Actually, them. quite stressful they, to try and be stress, succinct. Man, don't stress. You know me and succinct. Our friends. We don't Just go together, friend. mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so ultimate top ten so far. All right. Ultimate top ten movies of all time so far. We've got Leon the Professional. We've got Inglorious Bastards. We've got The Thing 1982. And we've got Aliens. Great. Brilliant, brilliant. That's a really I mean, strong, that so far. It's a strong start. All right, now let's go. Everyone else is like, this list is fucked already. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not listening to the rest. Well, we do have to make mention of some of the movies that people suggested. One of them was The Sound of Music. And I said, yeah. thank you, but I don't know if that's going to make the list at all. <laughs> well, that's hey, what hey, I was going to say, because this is very much an individual based on our favourite movies. No, no, this is movies. the universal So if we'd got in, that's right. So if <laughs> yeah. we'd got into it looking at the best movies of all time yeah. based on popular opinion, yeah. that would spark even more debate. It'd be like Gone well, with the Wind that's and right. shit like that. That's right. I do have a list here. I Citizen took a list Kane, of uh, the top ten box office takings. Of all time. Okay, okay. yeah. We'll, 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 well, we'll do we'll do it after after this one. We'll do Maybe Keith can have a little feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every couple of movie uh, lists, he could give us a fact about right. it. Or, may, or even after, we could do the top ten on IMDb. Oh yeah, yeah. Or BD IMDb. Yeah. And find out whether any of our movies are made. Into oh yeah, top that's a good idea. List. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> let's go. All right. So I'll go <laughs> to my <laughs> list. Shake it again. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, that's the shopping list. Bacon, avocado. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually a horror movie back in 1987. So, Bacon and Avocado. avocado. Uh, All right, so now what we do, so I'll bring up one, and then we discuss, and we basically take a vote if it should be on the top ten. All right? right? Agree? Happy with that? Can I ask, what does everybody base their top ten on? Like just because I've based question. mine on good question. a movie I can just put on and I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Same as me. Yeah, I, something okay. I can watch a couple of times, a few yeah, times yeah, a yeah. year, and still love it just yeah. as much. Okay. Mo- movies that you, when you saw it for the first time, you've gone fucking wow, I yeah. love that, yeah. and, okay. and it, yeah. it's, you've maintained the love for it. Yeah, that and you still watch it and go, fuck, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's not even if it's necessarily a great movie in terms of its cinematic. Yeah, quality. it might not be to other It people. might not be. Yeah, you yeah. might watch it. It gives you a certain feel, mm. a certain memory, a certain time in your life, whatever, and it creates that. Yeah. So as soon as you watch it, yeah, it switches on all those memories, and that's yeah. why it's a favourite. Which I'd say, I'd say my choice is the only one that you three wouldn't agree with, yeah. whereas the other oh. three from you guys, we all agree with. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily... <laughs> I mean, I like Inglorious Bastards. Yep. I wouldn't have necessarily put it in my top ten. But you wouldn't have definitely wouldn't have put Leon in there. No, yeah. But you, but maybe Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I'd have it in my my runners oh. up. You know? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I've you, got my runners up at yeah, the bottom. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. got um, um, special mentions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Notable mentions. Is this yeah. your favourite Tarantino film? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. I would definitely yeah. say so because I really did like it. Well, that means I'll give the, you a head job tonight. Thank you. <laughs> like even just the first 15, 20 minutes of Inglorious yeah. Bastards was a surprise. Yeah. And I found myself completely riveted. Yeah. And yeah. also the bar scene. The bar scene, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, those yeah, two yeah. scenes, oh, yeah, and I was yeah. like, now that's dialogue, that's yes. tension, that's everything done. Tension building, yep. Really d- done well. Beautiful. You know? Yeah. Whereas pretty... I still can't fucking get the hateful eight. Like, oh, I just. Really? Oh. I'm trying. Oh. I'm trying. Surprise it just me. doesn't drag you know, me in. You actually were an inspiration. Oh, so for the you've seen it? Eight. I thought, remember, I thought you I've said that you had watched it. Yeah. Oh, okay, I okay. I haven't made it through it. Oh, okay. But actually, the um, one of the inspirations for the Hateful Eight yeah. was the thing. Tarantino oh, used yeah, the, thing as an, the thing as an inspiration. Yeah, and the, the whole isolation thing. You, don't, you don't know who the killer is. In the snow. Is. Yeah. Kurt yeah, Russell. There you go. Yeah, Did exactly they call right. him McCready off, you know, off yeah. screen? Middle name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, it was a good question, Keith, because, yeah, we've got to know. All right, so... My first pick from my top ten is Joker. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, 2019. Yeah, you're a big fan of that one. So I'm just going to write the word Joker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we can discuss. Now, the reason I've got it on my list is because, yeah, because it's something... I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I watched it with you. Yeah. <clears throat> and loved it just as much as I did the very first time I watched it. Um, I think the acting, the soundtrack, the plot, the action... Everything to do with Warren's headbutt and the guitars yeah. that are hanging up in Keith's entertainment area. I own, you know, headspace. I yeah, uh, yeah. I just love every every single thing about this movie. I can't, I can't fault it. It's a five star movie for me. So that's why it's on my top ten list. Discuss. Okay. okay. I would, um, I wouldn't necessarily have it in the top you, ten. Get out. Fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Um, oh, because I, I would find it hard to fit in with the movies that I've got. So, do, but do but you I do. I it's agree. in the upper echelons. Um, it's a really good movie. Yeah. A really good movie. Um, I, I feel that I've seen that type of movie before. Oh, really? Taxi okay. Driver. You've oh, seen Taxi okay. Driver? Yeah, I have. Yeah, Very yeah. similar. Yeah. But not to say that it's better or worse. No, you're right, though. It's got the same Yeah, but I mean, attention. yeah, it's not to say that it takes away from it. It's still yeah. a very, very good movie. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. just, yeah, it wouldn't be in my top ten. Okay. Keith? 
Yeah, I struggled with this one. Because yeah. there, there, there were so many movies that Can I you wanted to... Can come a bit to... closer? Sorry. Just because... There were so many movies I wanted to put in top ten. And yeah. Joker was one I thought, ah. Oh. But I had a look at my list. And I had a few modern day movies. I thought, oh, I'm going to try and space them out a bit. Yeah. Sort of over <laughs> sort of 20, 30 years. But, so Joker was definitely top 15. Yeah, easy. okay. okay. But yeah. Just, ma- just didn't make it in top ten. All right. And Warren? I really liked it. Yep. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's the same struggle that the boys have said too. It's it's about top ten you can define. Like, yeah. not uh, easily, but with a fair amount of like, okay, well, you know, that can't not be in there. Yeah. Then, under that is like yeah. this huge sea yeah. of great movies. It was so hard. That you can't <laughs> elevate quite yeah. into that region. So I would say Joko is definitely a... A great movie. Yeah, I can see why you, you put it in yours because yeah. you've you've spoken about it with that same energy and um, enthusiasm and yeah. passion yeah. ever since you first saw it. Yeah, and I think that's what makes it a great choice for you. All right, so we'll vote. I think it should be in the top ten, <laughs> and I'm on my own. Okay, <laughs> so no, 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 I'm not. So it's it's out. That's why we have our own top ten. Don't, don't cross them out. Keep them there because we might end up with because we're obviously going to end up with. So if one gets a second vote, then I guess it's a chance. Okay, I think I think we're going to so fill the top ten. But yeah, okay. okay. So yeah, I'll, yeah, keep, I'll keep, keep, keep it there. I'll keep it there. Oh, I should write it under my own shit. See, that was a good idea, wasn't it, Keith? Write all those names. Yeah, yeah. I wanted that, but we also needed. You two just need to go somewhere and have sex. All right. I know this is going to be an easy one, yep. so I'm going to throw it out there first. I'm going to say Die Hard. Yep. Yeah, I knew you'd beat that one. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Die Hard. I didn't put it in my top 10. Okay. Oh. No. You want to explain yourself? Because uh, so, hey. I populated it with other movies. Uh, okay, the, the, okay. And yeah. Die Hard was... You probably went Die Hard too. <laughs> die, die Hard is is right up there. Yeah, in, fuck in yeah. the area just underneath the top 10s. Yeah. yeah. And I just, yeah, I couldn't oh, get it into that position. I thought we'd all be on board with that one. Are you on yeah. board with that yeah, one? Yeah, I'd be happy to put I'm that close. in the top ten. Yeah. It's yeah. in. I'm so, sorry. vote. Okay, it's three to sorry, Warren is zero. <laughs> I've got to try and be, I've got to be hard-ass on this. Okay, so uh, so that was Die Hard for Glenn, and it makes the top ten. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, uh, no, my, my job's done for the night, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you well, about that. You wanted to two of yours are in there so far, so. Who are we up to? Big Waz. Okay. So, I'm sure that... More than one of us will share Predator as a choice. Yep, Predator's Predator's in mine as well. Yep. Would you like to hear my synopsis? Yeah, 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 yeah. Predator. Yep. <laughs> Predator, 1987. An extraterrestrial hunter arrives on Earth, becoming embroiled in a covert op in Central America, picking off the adversaries until only one remains: Major Dot Schaefer. That's it. <laughs> Try and do that. It was amazing. I Thank felt you. like Thank I was you. in the jungles of South America, uh, so Central America. You had Predator in yours. Yes. I had Predator in mine. Did right. you guys have Predator I in had, yours? I had Predator and Predator Two. Oh, oh I wouldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't decide. Did you I, couldn't decide. So I didn't know you felt that couldn't way. About did you have Die Hard on your list as well? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. No. Feel happy to put it in. Well, it excites me that you have number two. In this. <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought clapping hands having over and die hard. No, no, no. no I was. I didn't realise he felt so strongly about yeah. Predator Two. But I'm excited he, about that. Like, you guys do Why are you looking all despondent <laughs> nah. about? No one voted for Joker. <laughs> so Keith couldn't choose between Predator and Predator Two. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think so. Great movies. I think the problem but with the sequels yeah. is 
the storyline because they've already introduced the characters which they do in the first movie true, yeah. and they struggle to fill out the rest of the film with a storyline however so Predator 2 we know the character mm. the main character um, he was slightly different yeah completely we different know the story antagonist, completely yeah. different yeah right <laughs> and it was almost a whole nother movie except for when sort of Peter Keys comes in and explains the Predator yeah to it all um but it was so, it was so hard. I had Predator, Predator Two. I go. Oh, so would you they're actually say they're on an even par with each other? Yeah, yeah, wow. a lot wow. close. Yeah, wow. controversial. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I think there's a big gap. Me too. Yeah, me too. Gap. I love Predator Two. Yes, I do. But yeah. Predator One is like yeah. pornography. Is it so, <laughs> you know, compared to a of, silent movie. Is it because <laughs> of Danny Glover? Um, a black guy. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. We Not there. at all, of course. Um, yeah, it's more Busey, actually. No, I like yeah. Busey. I like to a Busey. Um, I, 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 I like the setting of Predator 2. It was pretty cool. Oh, me too, yeah. yeah there was like, lots of great yeah. things about it. I yes. just, yeah, I don't know. I think I need to revisit it, to be honest. I think but, so. um, yeah, but no, you, yeah. Can't, you can't beat the first one. No. The jungle setting, yeah. the original mm. time that you see him. Yep, a lot, of, the, a lot um, of muscles. Yes. This is in the jungle too, mate. The urban jungle. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo! Really well. yeah. All right, yeah, okay. so let's vote for Predator. Um, I had it on my list. It's a yes from me. Yeah. Oh, it's three oh, against it you. Matter. Three Ooh. against you. So Predator makes the list. So let's just recap and then we'll go to a quick break. So we've got for the ultimate top ten movie list, we've got Leon, Inglorious Bastards, The Thing 1982, Aliens, Die Hard, and Predator. We'll come back with more.